a Radio 1 91FM podcast. Right now, though, on the line from, I don't actually know where, I'm joined by Levi, Levi Patel. Morena to you, Levi. Good morning from Auckland. Ah, from Auckland, the big smoke. <laughs> That's right. Tamari Makoto. Lovely. Um, all right. Uh, a shifting lightness. One is out tomorrow. Um, now, it's so emotive. <laughs> um, you know, well, when I when I was listening to it, I was thinking about how you know words in the novel on on the page can transport you to you know an imagined world. Listening to this kind of transported me to like Green Hills, where I could see light shifting and being distorted through through um, through clouds. You know, you know what I mean. So it was mm. it, it took me exactly where I think you wanted to take me. Yeah. That, wow. Thank you. <laughs> um, that's that's basically where where I was when I was writing the music. Yeah. Yeah, watch, watching the hills. Yeah, well, it is amazing though. Like, I mean, I I, I um, spent a lot of my youth in Central Otago. Mm. Um, you know, where you have those windswept hills, where you have high, really high cloud, real thin high cloud um, that is almost transparent. So the light that's coming through isn't necessarily blocked, but it's um, you know, it's it's and those those clouds are moving fast, so it's transforming all the time. It's a beautiful thing. Um, and I think you've really captured that. And how, you know, when you, when you were looking at those kinds of things or, or coming up with you know that, uh, you know, how how difficult was it to translate that into a composition? Um, it, it happened quite naturally uh, because when I was, when I was writing, I was in the same room for eighteen months, and when I was spending so much time taking things quite slowly, I just naturally as you say, would look out over the hills and every day would be slightly different. Mm-hmm. And I think spending so much time at that pace just kind of sunk into me. Yeah. Um, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't look at that and think, oh, I should make music inspired by that. It just kind of seeped in naturally. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because, you know, it was like the world was kind of moving around you instead of you moving within the world. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, 18 months by yourself... Um, that's commitment to the craft, Levi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did go a little bit, a little bit, uh, to start to lose myself a little bit at the end, but yeah. it was it was quite fulfilling, mm-hmm. especially afterwards, kind of looking back, because at the time doing doing the same thing, writing music that I may or may not use every day. Sometimes it felt like I wasn't really achieving anything, or I'd spend all this time, but had nothing to show for it but once I once I put it all together I think it was definitely worth it yeah I mean how do you go into writing and producing music like this do you do you just create parts and those parts just kind of grow or do you have structured ideas of where you think you want to take it Uh, in the the past before a shifting likeness I would often just explore until I found a sound I liked or something and slowly build on that and let it grow uh, but for this project, I went back to basics and just tried to write everything on the piano. Mm-hmm. So I'd sit down and write until I had a strong melody, good harmony, until I was completely happy with the core of the piece. And only after that would I go and develop it for, like, a, make a full arrangement with strings and everything. Yeah, I mean, we, most people think melody and um, the, the other thing you said, sorry, um, you know, we think... Harmony. Yeah, harmony, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we automatically think vocals, right? Um, mm. But you're doing something um, without vocals, but 
it sound you know but but the music you create it it, it tells the story without the vocals like there's still there's still that there it's a map but it's imagined I mean, you know that's how i kind of feel it and how do you you know did you go ahead trying to create that is is, is that important to to music kind of um conveying messages and words without saying anything i think so um I'm always looking for a particular feeling. I never know quite what to call it at the time, but um, usually if I'm feeling some emotion, when I start to write, I just, I feel like I'm almost exploring, looking for that feeling within the music. Mm-hmm. And often that just tends to come out melodically for me um, and with the types of harmony that I use. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's, especially just writing on the piano i had to think quite quite hard about how to communicate that kind of thing just with these few elements mm-hmm. as you as you say trying to communicate a lot but with fewer tools at the beginning yes yes well especially when it's just one tool i guess or two tools mm. if you think of your hands three tools yeah uh, three tools <laughs> uh, and so, how did you how did you go from from just having a piano piece to layering all the other instruments on top? Um, and after the piano piece is done, do you have an idea of how you want the rest of it to sound? I usually will have uh, a sense of what sort of dynamic and journey I want to create with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely, starting it's always the hardest part. So once I have the piano. Um, a lot of them I just kept that core piano and added on top of it but with a couple of them a couple of the pieces I sort of rearranged so I took some of the piano out and replaced parts with string parts Mm. but generally once I have the core and the foundation I can listen and it sort of comes to me nice nice Mm. Um, why split the album into three? Uh, when, uh, when I was writing I found that I wrote a lot more than I actually made it onto the um, collection, so I Mm. I would have written 60 or 70 pieces, maybe. (laughs) Wow. Um, But I found that a lot of them were kind of similar, um, like in a similar emotional space. So in maybe a two-month period, I'd just be writing a lot of a similar type of emotion, but different takes on it, almost. Yeah. Um, so I quite like the idea of grouping them by mood, I suppose, mm-hmm. and then spending some time absorbing each one before moving on to the next one, rather than if it was in just one whole album. You, yeah. You'd hear you'd hear it once and then immediately be thrust into the next section, which could be good as well. But I like the idea of taking more time. Yeah. No, I do too. I do too. Do you think you know? I mean, being alone with with your emotions i mean if you were in the city say you're in auckland you mm. know, you're seeing people you're seeing your friends all the time so um you could be feeling some emotion at that moment and then that can instantly change after catching up with somebody or doing something but the fact that you're alone for 18 months with yourself you know did that allow you to explore those emotions further yeah definitely i got yeah got got pretty pretty deep i suppose <laughs> um in, yeah good and bad ways um but I think I didn't, I didn't really notice until maybe halfway through I started looking back on what I was creating. And it does feel, at least for me, it feels quite solitary, mm-hmm. um, especially when compared with some of my other music, which has a lot, uh, 
don't know, a lot feels a lot bigger, maybe. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of space mm. in this work. But then that, that again just makes me envision those, the, the, the sort of light of a cloud going past a hill, and then the light comes back, and then another cloud goes past. You know, mm. that that just that once again invoked that's that, that space invoked that feeling for me but that's because that's the feeling I took from the music I'm not sure that everybody oh, will see the same it, yeah. sights and things mm. um, now you've you're releasing this on your own label uh, Marigold Music um, how is it running a label and how is it releasing um, your own work oh it's um it's actually not my own label oh it's not um, your own la- oh sorry wow I've read, uh, that, I've read that yeah, wrong uh, yeah great to work with yeah <laughs> <laughs> I just saw something that's in my label and I just automatically assumed that it was your label, you see. Oh, no, no, sorry. I meant the, the label that I work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's been really good. Um, especially like after that initial writing process was where they um, gave me a lot of support in developing it and getting the recordings that I really wanted. Um, yeah, because after the writing, I then came back to the city and had these pieces that I loved and then tried to bring them to life um, so I brought in some string players and went on a um, a journey up to the Lee Sawmill Cafe mm-hmm. um, recorded all the piano up there um, yeah so it was a big process after the writing that they helped a lot with How was it taking those pieces away from where you were um, and, and giving them new breath somewhere else um, you know was that, was that a challenge? Um, I think that when I was when I made the original demos, I suppose you can call them, um, I always had imagined a different sound than what I was actually recording at the time. Mm-hmm. So bringing them away, even though I was leaving the space, I still was chasing that same idea that I created there. Yeah. So in my head, I was still there. I just had to find a way to realize it. No, and so- it was. Oh, please oh, go on. No, 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 no. You go on because you were so tired. Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so it was actually uh, quite incredible um, recording the piano because we went up to this um, the Lee Soma where they have this beautiful Beckstein Concert Grand piano, which is my favorite piano I've ever played. And that kind of brought it to life a little bit. But then where it really, um, where it really struck me as yes, this is what I want was when I brought in the string players recorded the strings live and they were all performing together and I think that part was probably my favourite of the whole process yeah. just hearing it as I imagined it for the first time that's amazing that's amazing um, so you tracked the strings live and did was it just complete one take for most of it? Um, most of it yeah um, some of them I only had four string players and some of them some of the pieces had I think up to six parts so yeah. it was a little bit of um, layering there, but most of it was done in the single, single take um, oh. with yeah, incredible players. Um, you've been doing a lot of film score work or scoring work. Um, how does it compare to to that work? Because I guess you've got when you, when you're scoring, you've got a subject matter right from mm-hmm. the get go, and you've got something to you've got a visual take, so you can kind of work on top of that. But with this, you don't. So how does it differ? And what do you prefer? Um, I think I prefer them in, at different times, but I see them as completely different activities. Yeah. Um, because something like when I was creating a shifting lightness, that kind of 
exploration and finding a way to represent myself is really difficult and takes a lot of time, a lot of thought, and a lot of trial and error. Um, but when it comes to film, there's already the target's already there. Yeah. And I can watch it and talk to the director, and I already know what I'm aiming for. So it's more, I see that as more of a, a puzzle, like a, sort of a, a challenge trying to get to this goal yeah. of kind of enhancing the film. But with my own music, it could be, I could make absolutely anything, and having that lack of restriction is, um, can take a long time to solve. Nice. Yeah, I think I like I like alternating. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I guess one allows you to do the other. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're both. Yeah, they definitely complement each other. Is is the well? I mean, this is part one. Two more parts to go. But is is it, is it playable? Can you play this live? Uh, yes. Unlike most of my other music. Yeah. It's actually, written in a way that can be performed. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I'm, I'm just putting a live set together at the moment, which isn't isn't ready yet, but I'm definitely aiming to do some shows. Nice, nice. Um, and, uh, I guess I that, can make it down. <laughs> yeah, no, I would love to have you down. Um, of course, we had your offsider Rian Chien down for um, the arts festival, playing oh, yeah. his pieces out, and it was incredible. I saw that show in Auckland, and it was unbelievable. Yeah, amazing. And you did you did some work on that record. I think oh uh, yeah we we collaborated on a track called toward the sun that's right which was a dream come true for me yeah so i i've been a huge fan since i heard him he was actually the first musician in my genre i suppose that i'd ever heard mm -hmm. and i just stopped and thought oh wow this is everything i like about music but concentrated um, yeah and it just happens to be another kiwi that you can work with yeah i didn't even know he was from new zealand until you know, <laughs> a year a year on or something yeah um, yeah, oh, he, yeah, yeah, he's amazing. We just I just went to the planetarium and um, saw a work that he scored at the planetarium. Oh, wow. It was great. It was great. Yeah. Um, fantastic. Well, I'm I'm glad you you'll be able to play it live, so we can manage to get you down to Altipoti Dunedin. And um, so this is part one, like we said. Two more parts to go. Are they going to be released in uh, before the the year's out? Yeah, definitely this year. Haven't quite set the dates, but this year for sure. Fantastic. Yeah, not too far away. Um, Levi, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to me this morning. No, thanks for having me. Oh, you're more than welcome. Um, and yes, let's, I hope we can get you down um, to play a show um, and play play an outside show outdoors. I think would be perfect yeah. for this. But then again, yeah, it would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, we'll, we'll, so it's out tomorrow. Um, you'll be able to get it on your Bandcamp. Uh, so where else will we, be, will we be able to find it? Um, just all the other digital platforms. Yeah. Spotify, iTunes. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Will there be a physical release down the line? Uh, not at this stage. Uh, it's definitely in my mind, but I haven't planned one at the moment. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, um, once again, thank you so much. And we'll play um, with the wings falling now. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. Have yourself a wonderful day. And um, we'll talk again soon, no doubt. You too. See you Cheers, later. Levi. Bye. Here is Levi Battelle from, um, with the track called With Wings Falling Off a Shifting Lightness 1. You're on the one. Radio 1, 91 FM.
That was the Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.